Guillermo del Toro remakes a noir classic. Today I'm talking about Nightmare Alley. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the Academy Award-nominated Nightmare Alley, uh, Guillermo del Toro's most recent movie, and uh, finally got around to seeing it, enjoyed it thoroughly, and want to explain why. So without further ado, let's get started. I'm an unapologetic fan of Guillermo del Toro. I love his joy for movie making, his affection for his films and characters, regardless if it's the big dumb robot one or the ghost story in an orphanage. He gives his all every time and he's excited as hell to tell you about it. Which means I'll enjoy and even forgive the more personal indulgences, like remaking a classic 1947 noir with a star-studded cast and all of his visual splendor. Based on the 1946 novel of the same name, Bradley Cooper plays Stan Carlyle, a destitute man who joins up with the carnival. After learning skills he believes will bring him fame and fortune, Stan sets out on his own and begins working his way up in the world. But as his collection of clients and friends expands to the halls of power, Stan may find himself out of his depth. A ways back, I referred to Del Toro's Crimson Peak as a modern-day take on an old spooky movie, and Nightmare Alley is basically the same thing, but with a noir. The main difference here is that Del Toro isn't in any rush to get to the spooky stuff because there isn't any. There's no supernatural element here besides human greed and hubris, and whether or not you're going to enjoy 2.5 hours of this is going to vary. For some, this might be too on the nose for a modern movie, but for me, this is a fun genre exercise from Del Toro for a number of reasons. So first, let's talk production design. Pardon me. One of the reasons that I love Del Toro's movies is because of how much effort goes into every set, including costuming, props, set decoration, and the color palette. Pa- uh, palette. Palette. This time, it's a haze of off-golds, greens, and a very light tan. And Nightmare Alley is no different, only with Del Toro sifting through a ton of American cultural imagery. We start with a blend of the circus from Freaks mixed with the Dust Bowl Prairie and generations of old-time carnival looks before moving into art deco rooms full of columns and shapes that'll make your head spin. They're all... heightened versions of uh, (laughs) sets film geeks have seen a thousand times before in old movies, and immediately adds to the movie's melodramatic approach. Also, who likes subtlety? Another reason that I like Guillermo del Toro movies is that he doesn't fuck around with his themes. They are as clear as day and lack any semblance of subtlety, which in turn makes his movies very hard to misread. Again, Nightmare Alley follows in the proud tradition. The message this time around is that the need to have enough. Uh, about and how greed can strip of your humanity from you. When we first meet Stan, we're meant to be wary of him. He is literally introduced by setting a house on fire and walking away into the world. So what kind of man does that? Well, a very self-oriented kind of man. Cooper's Carlisle is a perpetual con man, in that everything in his life, be it relationships, work, what have you, are all cons to get more money and more fame. So much so that he doesn't heed warnings from people who have already done this dance before. He's surrounded by people carrying figurative and literal scars from what they went from when they went too far, and on and on he goes. Because you can't solve greed. It's never enough. And yes, it's nice to be reminded that greed is a corrupting malevolent force by movies every now and then. 
and then we also get to visual splendor. Another reason that I love Del Toro movies is that they look awesome. While the production design keeps everything in the background interesting, Del Toro is fantastic at creating evocative images in the frame before following the crucial action on screen. There's about 15 shots in this film that are Hall of Famers for other directors, and once again add to the film's timeless or blast from the past atmosphere. The verdict that is that it's a great watch. Though it is old school in look and approach, it's in look and approach, Nightmare Alley's performances and excellent visuals made it worth my while. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.